Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the unification community as Hundukwe. Today we are reading from True Mother, Hak Jahan Moon, an anthology. Book 3, Part 3, Section 6 A Pioneer in Revealing the Glory of Heavenly Parent Distinguished guests, peace ambassadors, and loving blessed families and members, would you all give a big hand to our Heavenly Parent and the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind to congratulate and thank them for enabling this rally to be convened today. I am completely overwhelmed with emotion by this rally commemorating the 55th anniversary of mission work in Japan. The mission work began at a time when diplomatic relations between Korea and Japan had not yet been normalized. However, True Father, the true parent of heaven, earth, and humankind, had anticipated this day. You must not forget that present-day Japan exists because of True Parent's forgiveness and love and the grace of the marriage blessing. I would like to recognize the distinguished service of our former and present presidents of FFWPU Japan, elder members, and blessed central families whose committed efforts and dedication has enabled our second and third generation sons and daughters of blessed families to become the hope and light of this country. The providence of heaven conducted, prepared, and waited over a long period of time for the day true parents could be sent. The History of Heaven's Providence If we go back 2,000 years ago to the Old Testament age, Heaven raised the people of Israel with the ideology of the chosen people. The whole world had to pass through the Roman Empire, which was centered on the Italian peninsula. It was a powerful empire. That was a time when the people of Israel had no nation. Heaven had promised to send them the Messiah, and Heaven kept its promise. Unfortunately, the people did not understand God's providence in the history of indemnity, and they failed to see Jesus from the right perspective. Heaven had hoped that Jesus' coming would become an opportunity for the people of Israel, who were then living in miserable circumstances, to win over Rome overnight through the ideology of the Messiah. However, how did the Messiah come? God raised the people of Israel for 4,000 years, promising them to send His Son, which He finally did. But this very Son was welcomed into the world in an animal feeding trough of all places. Three sages visiting from the east celebrated Jesus' coming. However, the people whom God had raised caused Jesus to have to die on the cross. How should we regard this? After waiting for 4,000 years, can you imagine what God's heart was like? It would have been filled with greater pain than the heart of parents who have lost a child during their earthly life. God is omniscient and omnipotent. His beginning and end are the same. He initiated providential history, and he must see it through to its completion. Hence, Christianity was formed within the environment of the Roman Empire and was actively spread across the European continent. From there, it crossed over the island nation of Great Britain. There was a saying in those days that the sun never sets on the British Empire. That is how profound and mysterious God's providence is. However, humankind did not know that they had responsibility and that indemnity followed them. Heaven then conducted the providence to enter an era in which the Roman Empire could embrace the whole world as one. However, this era, which had taken so long to set up, was lost. After this, heaven began again, through the providence centered on the maritime realm of the British Empire, to embrace the world as one. 
Unfortunately, what they did made it very difficult for the people involved to raise their heads in front of heaven. What had happened to Christianity? It had become tied up with the privileged class and its system, and the people living in that era were blocked from living a true life of faith. However, when the Bible was translated into English, people could finally learn in depth about God's teachings. A new group, known as the Puritans, who desired to freely worship God, started to emerge. With this aspiration, they headed towards the new continent in search of religious freedom. When the Puritans began settling in the new continent of America around the 1620s, they first built a church where they could attend God. Next, they established a school for their descendants. Only then did they build houses for themselves. That is how much they revered God, and in return, God blessed them. Within a short period of 200 years, the United States came to be a democratic country that could stand as a world leader and has become a powerful nation. The people of the world must come to true parents. This is how difficult it was for God to take each step in His providence to prepare humanity in a profound and mysterious manner. That was around the end of World War II. The victorious countries, centered on the United States, which was part of the Allied forces, helped Japan, the defeated country. Why did they help Japan? It was because the returning Lord, the True Father, had appeared. All countries became one family. Heaven showed us this by setting up the United States. Unfortunately, people were unaware of God's providence and the providence of restoration through indemnity until the very end and could not advance well. The United States was no exception. The United States, which was supposed to attend heaven, was instead moving in the direction of gradual decline. It was then that Reverend Moon began his work in the United States. That was in 1972. As soon as he arrived in the United States, he set off on a speaking tour of the 50 states and declared, I have come as a doctor because the United States is suffering in sickness. I have come as a firefighter to put out the fire that has broken out in American homes. He awakened the United States as he toured and spoke in all 50 states. It was the hope of heaven that, based on the Puritan spirit, the United States would serve God first, embrace the world, and fulfill its responsibility in front of the returning Lord. But America was not aware of this. Nonetheless, the providence continued to develop. The development of civilization that had started centered on the Italian peninsula has finally yielded fruit in Korea, the birthplace of true parents. However, Japan could be forgiven and blessed through true parents. Do you understand? The mother country, Eve's country. What kind of love is a mother's love? Let us say a child is sick or in pain. If I am the child's mother, can I find any joy in that situation? Those who are in charge of Japan and those who will lead Japan in the future think that they should depend only on their own country. However, that would be going against the providence. The mother nation should embrace all her children around the world. She should embrace and educate the children, introducing true father and guiding them into the bosom of true parents. This responsibility is a blessing that heaven has bestowed on Japan. There is always responsibility accompanying every blessing. However, if one fails to fulfill one's responsibility, indemnity will follow. Whenever a chosen people, leader, or nation 
fails to fulfill its responsibility in history, we have observed the kind of indemnity they had to pay. Even if I do not talk about every single example here on stage, I am sure you all understand this. Through our taking responsibility, this becomes a place through which the world can be unified. The time has come for Japan and Korea to also become one physical nation. Some 30 parliamentarians from Malaysia recently paid a visit to Changjong-gung. I met those members of parliament and told them that the wealth and prosperity enjoyed in Malaysia would not last for eternity if the 20 countries in Asia do not all unite. Unity is the only way to survive and to find methods by which serious problems, such as the environmental pollution on Earth, can be resolved. Japan also faces a lot of problems, right? Once we become one and serve our true parents, whom we must attend, then all problems can be resolved one after the other. Blessed families and all citizens of Japan, would you become one with true parents and take the lead in saving Asia and the world? You must convey true parents' teachings in order to achieve this. You must resurrect lives. You must help people get away from the fallen realm. I explained that Foundation Day in 2013 marked the conclusion and completion of the providence of restoration through indemnity, and that we have entered the Chanyogok era, through which a new history and a new age are being opened, centered on our Heavenly Parent. That is right. Heaven will certainly be able to achieve this and succeed. Please accelerate your efforts and become pioneers and ancestors who reveal Heavenly Parents' glory to all 7 billion people, not only until 2020, but also until your very last breath. With this, I conclude my message. Thank you. Chapter 7. Our Mission in the Present Age This speech was given at the Global Joint Worship for the Victory of 2020, on May the 5th, 2013, Chungshim Peace World Center, Korea. Beloved blessed families of the Unification Church from all over the world, I am indeed very proud of you. We have now welcomed a new spring in the first year of Chanyogok 2013. True Father likes spring because it is the season of dreams. When creation comes back to life, it releases a beauty that promises the fruits of a harvest in the future. What are your dreams? All blessed families of the Unification Church community from around the world must inherit the tradition true parents have lived through absolute obedience and must complete their mission as tribal messiahs, expanding that responsibility from the tribe to embrace the society, the nation, and the world. Let us all fulfill this mission at all cost and do our utmost to realize the hope of our Heavenly Parent and the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind to make every single person on earth a citizen of Chanyogok. This path alone will enable you, who live in this age, to stand as proud ancestors in front of your descendants. Our Heavenly Parent and the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind completed and concluded the 6,000-year providence of restoration through indemnity and have opened for us the new era and new history of Chanyogok. The completion of Chanyogok is the hope of our Heavenly Parent and the hope of the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind. In light of that, how can you all show your gratitude to our Heavenly Parent and the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind? Do you know the great will of God 
through which you can become Chanyogok ancestors, depending on how you fulfill your responsibilities. You all have the responsibility to testify about true parents and must spread the news that true parents have opened Chanyogok, not only quickly, but also to the entire world. Can you feel that? If you do not fulfill your responsibility, you will become disgraced ancestors. Thinking of the eternal world, can you neglect to carry out your responsibility just because of some present difficulty? You must repay heaven at all cost. You must succeed at all cost. We must be able to show our heavenly parent and the true parents of heaven, earth, and humankind that we have opened the kingdom of God on earth and in heaven. Do you understand? Please bear in mind that our mission and responsibility as people living in this present age is to tirelessly advance with all our might along this path with a life or death resolve. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Tune in tomorrow for a reading of We Must Reveal the Truth. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund. To donate, visit godable.org.